Distracted with her own thoughts, she lost focus with what she was doing and wondered if subconsciously the idea of having both of them was placed in her head from the phone conversation with Millie. Never mind meeting Melissa and her husbands. Stacy swallowed hard. She couldn't even imagine one woman having to satisfy and handle multiple husbands. There had to be problems with a relationship like that. There had to be times of jealousy, inadequacy, and plain exhaustion. But what did she know? She'd never even had a relationship with a man. In her eyes and in her life thus far, men could not be trusted. But still, the fact that the town of Pearl had so many of these types of relationships intrigued her. Then she remembered the paperwork for the campers. Some had multiple parent representatives on them. Stacy had wondered what that was all about, but didn't put it together until now. There were more people out there in Pearl living this kind of lifestyle. She shook her head. It just wasn't something she was used to. Again, she thought about Max and Eric. One of them would be too much to handle, but two? Yikes. Instantly, Barry Weiner popped into her head. She remembered the threatening calls where he insisted that she see no other men than him. A worrisome feeling upset her stomach instantly. Then she tried to ignore it and minimize the fear she felt. He wasn't in Texas, and she wasn't going back to New York. Barry wasn't specific enough in his threats, but she got the message, even if the cops didn't want to. Sure, he muffled his voice with some sort of device that the police couldn't identify through, and there were no fingerprints left on the packages he sent her. Not on the lingerie, the sex toys, or pictures he sent her. He had followed her everywhere, or had someone following her. There were pictures of her in the supermarket, at the gym working out, then one of her at a party where she was talking to a nice guy she met and thought about going on a date with. Immediately the next morning, those pictures were delivered to her apartment with a warning. The thought caused that feeling of anxiety to creep into her belly again. But the worst were the pictures of her with Millie and Anna, and of course the items that were left inside of her apartment. Barry was letting her know that he could get to her wherever she went. There was no place to hide. You hit that spot anymore and you'll be replacing siding. Stacy whipped around at the sound of the male voice and struck Eric with a spray of water. It hit him hard in the chest for a few seconds, sending him ducking for cover before she realized what she was doing. Oh my God! she yelled as she switched off the sprayer and dropped the hose. When she looked at Eric, he was soaked from head to waist. She ran to him and froze directly in front of him. His facial expression looked serious, and as if he were about to reprimand her as her mind spun out of control. She thought about what she was thinking of and how badly her heart hammered in her chest. She was breathing rapidly as she tried to console him. I'm so sorry. 
I totally spaced out, and I was lost in thought when I heard a strange voice. It was instinctive, and I didn't think. She carried on as she looked at his face, and the water dripped from his head, over his nose, then mouth, and off his chin. She had soaked him thoroughly. She locked gazes with his big brown eyes and waited for him to say something. When his face broke into a smile and two adorable dimples winked at her, she began to laugh. So did Eric as he shook his head, causing shots of water to hit her. She covered herself and crouched down just as he wrung his wet shirt over her neck and shoulders.